that had us all pretty squeamish. A couple of weeks ago, the Oilers' uh, Evander Kane skated off the ice, trailing a pool of blood behind him after another player accidentally skated over his wrist. Kane said everything was pretty much cut down to the bone. The injury is going to have him sidelined for three to four months. This is what he said uh, in his first news conference afterwards about the injury, and he says he was actually pretty lucky. Oh, yeah, I cut pretty much everything down to the bone. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got really lucky that uh, they, were able to, they were able to reattach um, everything. They actually had to take some, some vein uh, from up in uh, the rest of a different part of my arm to help reattach the artery. So, um, yeah, I got really lucky and... Uh, unlucky and, and then lucky so um, thankful that uh, I should have a full recovery a full recovery but what does a full recovery look like from an injury when you damage tendons when you cut um, you know major parts of a body like what does that look like well we'll find out with Grant Fedork of course uh, co-owner of physiotherapist at Leading Edge Physiotherapy it's another edition of Fit After 40 hey Grant Jalen, how are you? I'm doing super fantastic. Nice to talk with you. Do you remember seeing that happen on the ice? Saw it happen, watched it in replay, was scared, was worried just like everybody else, just for his health first off. Mm -hmm. And then uh, been interested in uh, what happened and following it all the way along since it did, yeah. So when, when tendons are cut... Yep. First off, so let's explain first off, what are tendons? What do they do? Yes, yeah, so of course there's anywhere that you have a muscle, it has to attach to something in order for it to act. And the way that it attaches is through a tendon. So the muscle is the nice meaty part that you see. And then this white sinew, the, mm. the portion that attaches to the bone is essentially the tensile portion that gives us a, a lot of the strength and elasticity we need in order for those muscles to function. So the contractile part, the part that creates the forces in the muscle, the attachment is through the tendon. And it's obviously essential in order for you to mm -hmm. activate those those muscles. So um, if if there's damage to them, um, you know, and, and it can happen in many different ways, obviously, is you don't have yep. to you know, have a, a skate go over them. They can happen in all sorts of different sports. My father cut all the tendons across the palm of his hand looking at an yep. ornamental sword one day taking it out of its sheath and it just split his hand right open right. Um, you know it, it can happen very easily very quickly how do you know like you, 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 to get to the doctor well, you have to. I mean, any it's pretty obvious when you get that a, a amount of uh, something severed. It, it's pretty obvious. You'll have the first thought going through your mind will be, uh oh, yeah, I'm bleeding a lot. Okay. <laughs> because to get there, you're going to have to do a pretty good gash. Now, the more superficial, the less the depth that you have to travel through in order to damage those tendons. So, for instance, in the hand is a good example. Uh, I've, we've seen hand injuries like this from everything from uh, people pushing their hand through glass, mm -hmm. as an example, uh, whether it's angry or accident, um, reaching into the sink and grabbing a knife. Uh, this can happen. It's probably the one of the more common ways, actually. And it, it when we're talking about tendon lacerations like this, it depends on where the tendon is, will determine 
kind of with the outcome and, and the difficulty of the repair, for instance. So in the hand, the closer you get to the fingers, it's determined by zones. Uh, the more you go toward the fingers, the lower the zone. So zone mm -hmm. one is at the tip of the finger going all the way up into the forearm is zone five. And that's where uh, Evander Kane's injury was, obviously. So to answer your question, you know, you, <laughs> you don't have to go very deep to sometimes damage the tendon and the amount of damage will determine the outcome or the the uh, the approach they have to repairing them as well. So for, you know, outside of a laceration, I mean, there's a laceration, but tendons can just be injured as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can be torn. Uh, you know, a, a, a great deal of force across a tendon will will cause it to rupture. Hmm. Um, they can fray, they wear. So the common one that people know of and think of the most is probably the rotator cuff. And that's ah. what people think of with when they when they tear a rotator cuff tendon. Um, but I've seen, all, we've seen them all, uh, Achilles tendon ruptures right down to quad tendon ruptures, if you can imagine that one. Uh, and <sighs> we see those ones with people slipping downstairs, you know, trying to jump down from something. And next thing you know, the big muscle on the front of your thigh isn't attached to the top of the kneecap anymore. And you can imagine the amount of uh, loss of strength and function you would have if that mm. happened. So absolutely, tendons can be damaged anywhere you've got one. It can be damaged uh, in the forearm, in the hands. Most commonly, these ones are damaged via um, like a laceration. Something okay. cuts them and that's more, more common all right so once uh you have you know, most often surgery to repair repair you know uh some of these things the recovery yeah. tell me about the recovery what does that look like so it depends on the let's talk about his his uh, fortunately and that's the way he was talking and he is correct um if all goes well and everything was repaired pro well in that area i don't want to say properly but if it was repaired well um then in that zone it's a pretty straightforward recovery okay. um they they put them in a in a blocking splint something that will prevent the hand from straightening all the way exerting too much force across the repair so the flexor tendons those on the front of the of the palmer side of your forearm those make your hands grip when you close your hand mm -hmm. uh when you bend your wrist towards you kind of doing that flex flexing the wrist and what they need to do in that first stage is make sure they protect the repair so you're in a splint that keeps the hand from straightening all the way and putting stress across it and there's a window of time in there where there are activities that they're that a patient is doing but for up to about six weeks we, we want to make sure that the that tendon repairs optimally and it doesn't put too much exert too much stress across the tendon and so it's in this dorsal blocking splint other activities are happening inside of their uh, gentle range of motion, scar management, things mm. like that. And then after six weeks is when the rehab begins. <laughs> and the neat thing about this recovery on this zone and this area of, of the tendon laceration and repair is that around 12 weeks, really, there's no restrictions. So really, a person eh? can grip, lift, push, pull, whatever their body's going to allow them to do as far as strength, swelling, and those things. Um, and so he can be actively re regaining what he needs to to get back to sport. And and that's that's the good part. You know, that's the good news about where he damaged it. Lower down in the hand, different different issues can arise. So, for instance, depending on the type of damage done, here's one to get a, to think about. They, we, there's often something called a tendon transfer. So if there's if it's not repairable and it's a very important portion of your hand to use. So for instance, the thumb, we, we really need to be able to activate the thumb. Yeah. That tendon is sometimes damaged so severely, they'll use another tendon. Oh boy. 
to to get that that's that uh, function back so now your brain needs to learn for instance that making your pinky finger flex will make your thumb flex <laughs> and so uh, these oh, are wild. just examples of the things and the amazing things that medicine can do however the recovery obviously get becomes far more complicated restriction scar tissue things like that are more common lower down um and and it's obviously just a totally different recovery than one that uh than yeah. Evander Kane is going through. And, and obviously, I mean, one of the things that I think people can sometimes do, now I, I don't think a professional athlete would if they want to continue on with their career, they couldn't do it, but is keeping up with the rehab, is making sure that you're going to physio. You have to make sure that you're doing all of that stuff to, to make it better and stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And in this area, there's there are physios with a special area of interest, which is they're they're almost solely focused on treating these kinds mm. of injuries, hands injured, hands uh, focused injuries. And so there's no doubt that uh, he'll be in. <laughs> should i say it good in hands, good hands? Uh, <laughs> but um it, it is essential there's no doubt about it that this is an area of recovery that needs focus it needs the right amount of care the right amount of force the, the the all of the areas that things can go wrong they need to be on top of and dealing with right away in order to get that function back the neat thing with the hockey player is or any athlete to be honest is that you need to really focus on what is that skill that they need to get mm -hmm. back this instance it's his left hand it's his lower hand it's a very important part of functioning when it comes to uh anything that he's doing with his stick mm -hmm. uh, because it's his lower hand and that's the direction that he's firing a puck in making his passes believe it or not a wrist shot all of those things mm -hmm. that he has to be able to do almost like a jet pilot those reflexes all of that activity that happens instantaneously he just thinks it and it happens all of that needs to be somewhat relearned but because of his high level of uh, athleticism and his skill mm. he'll probably get that back fairly quickly uh, but no promises to any of those listeners he's gonna have to work pretty hard fingers crossed on that one we'll leave it there this afternoon Grant Fedoric uh, leading edge physiotherapy you can always find out more leading edge physio dot oh braincramp.com.ca yeah you got it <laughs> uh, tons of great information on the website and uh, we'll talk again next month thanks Grant absolutely wishing him well and uh, everybody a great holiday season yeah you too thanks Grant Grant Fedoric joining us this afternoon